0: I'm Alex Kappelman, this is The Decision, the podcast where people try to convince me to finally abandon the Knicks and become a fan of their favorite team. Uh, this is episode 32, uh, League Pass, which is uh, the TV channel or website that you can stream basically every uh, NBA game on, so this would be like kind of like the don't be a fan of, of uh, one team, be a fan of kind of every team, uh, that would be that argument. So to convince me of the league pass argument is Emmett Fitzgerald. He is a producer at 99% Invisible, and let's get into it with league pass.
1: So I grew up in in Vermont, and and growing up in Vermont is kind of a weird a weird place for NBA fandom. You know, it's sort of assumed. That all those Northern New England states go to the Celtics or go to Boston teams. but but I always kind of struggle with that. Like I never I never went to Boston. I had like very little connection to the city of Boston and always kind of bristled at the assumption that we would be Celtics fans. So I, I yeah, I, I kind of tried to chart my own course and and I remember my dad taking me, he took me on a trip when I was little out to Seattle. And to visit like some friends of his from from childhood, and I decided after that that I was going to be a Super Sonics fan. That was like just you know oh, no. based on <laughs> nothing nothing other than that. Yeah. So my first team that I was kind of you know uh, uh, loyal to in any kind of way was was the Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Detlef Shrimp, Super Sonics, which were we sort of super fun team. Like I loved watching them, but um, as as people may know, that story did not. Did not end very well. Um, and, you know, they're no longer in the league. So maybe that's the beginning of kind of my uh, not having any sort of diehard allegiance to any one team, which is sort of where I'm at now. I don't, I kind of, I kind of don't root for anyone in particular.
0: Right. So, so, so you just, you just watch League Pass. You have NBA League Pass where you get every single game unless yeah. there's like a, you know, local blackout. So what is it like to just to just be able to scroll to any single game and just watch it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess right now in the NBA that just feels like such a fun way to approach it. I just think that there's so many, you know, everyone's always talking about about League Pass and its influence on on fandom, but it does it really feels as though there are so many fun teams and players and narratives that you can kind of just like skip around. Between and, and you know every any given night kind of like look at the look at the roster and and say like what what would be an interesting game and I, I yeah I, I definitely like dip in and out of following different teams it's weird I I live in the Bay Area now and I and I definitely like will root for the Warriors in like the playoffs and and go to the bars and like watch you know watch watch a Warriors game and root with everyone but they are the team that's like you said that it blacks out local games so I I have a hard I have to it's harder to watch Warriors games on League Pass and so I'll you know I'll find myself watching like. Last year, I watched a lot of Nuggets games. um, I found watching uh, Nikola Jokic, their center, to be like a really fun experience. And so I just like would you know for like a few weeks I'd watch the Nuggets. And then when DeMarcus Cousins got traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, I was. Kind of obsessed with that weird two big man experiment, and and watched a lot of Pelicans games. But I kind of, yeah, I kind of just, kind of just skip skip around. I'll watch the the Celtics too. I mean, I'm I'm sort of a half hearted Celtics fan a little bit. I'll I'll watch I'll watch them. And I, and, I, and last year they were they were compelling for sure. So they were a fun team to watch. But yeah, I I I feel like I really uh, peruse the league pass salad bar on a night nightly basis. Hmm. So you said earlier that. Um League Pass has changed fandom. Uh, like how? How so? I guess for people growing up a long time ago, sort of like if you wanted to watch the NBA on TV, what you would watch would be the local broadcast. But now we're in a situation where if you if you pay for League Pass, and if you do want to go, League Pass has its has its flaws. It's not a perfect program, but. Um, I would definitely recommend, you know, going in with a group of people, uh, sh- uh, sharing the password a little bit to, to cut down on the cost. Right. Well,
0: what are the flaws of League Pass, you were, you were saying?
1: Well, it, it like as a program, it can be it can be pretty glitchy. Um, oh, you're talking sometime, about
0: because you because know. you, you, you watch online is what you say. So you don't. You don't have oh, cable, yeah. You watch yeah. Online. Sorry. So I watch. Yeah, because on, there's, yeah, I watch on... there's two that you can get it on cable TV. Um, I don't have cable TV either. So I would be getting it online as well.
1: Right, yeah. So I'm like sort of sitting at my kitchen table on my laptop, watching a lot of the time. Um, but but yeah, the beauty of it when it's working well and when your internet connection is strong enough is that you know you can just sort of s- skip around and, and watch a game. And if it, you know if a game gets gets close towards the end you can kind of follow the scores, you can you can switch on over to the next game and you can watch, you know, three games at once for or not, not not simultaneously, but sort of skip between two or three games at a time. And and I mean I don't know what it's like for you being a Knicks fan, but but you know, every night just sort of like hoping the Knicks are gonna win the game. It's a very different mindset to sort of watch and kind of just sort of appreciate whoever's on the court and not be uh, you know, really bummed out one way or another. Uh Right. I, I, I guess I I don't I don't actually know what it's like to to be super super invested in in one team in that kind of way where you 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 ride or die with them.
0: Well, that's a double edged sword, right? Because you know I won't have to if I'm not watching the Knicks, I won't have to worry that they're going to lose or have this you know foreboding sense of dread that we're just going to blow a game um you know but the flip side is like if i become a warriors fan or a rockets fan or a spurs fan or a cavs fan you know teams that are really really good um you know i i feel like i if if i if i ended up not becoming a fan of those teams and just doing the league pass thing, Um, yes, I would get a lot of basketball. I'd watch a lot of really good basketball. Uh, The stakes are lower. But at the same time, you know, don't I miss out on the joys of watching beautiful basketball and rooting for uh, my team at the same time?
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, I guess that that makes sense to me. But here's what I would say. It's if you are gonna try to pick a new team and sort of manufacture that intense relationship that you feel with the Knicks, that seems like a that seems like a tough proposition. You need to you need to sort of uh, force yourself to feel that kind of relationship that you currently feel with the Knicks. So what I would say is that you know. Go for the league pass approach. Enjoy the NBA for all of its, you know, all the different narratives, all the aesthetic beauty of it. Watch the teams, you know, watch the Knicks, watch teams you like to watch. Follow your bliss a little bit on, on just you know, uh, you know the 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 sort of league pass approach. And then you know, maybe five years from now, the Knicks will get their shit together. I don't know, uh, you know, that that maybe 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 you've decided the Knicks will never ever uh, be watchable again. But but then you know you can just wait around and, and when your team comes back to being something worth uh worth watching you're there and you've got and you you don't need to manufacture that sense of uh, fandom.
0: That's interesting. So so yeah. So I mean, look like that's that's definitely an option, right? I, Drea Rowland talked about uh, on the Clippers episode. She talked about um, you know just kind of cheating on the Knicks with another team, and then you know then, <laughs> then I'll appreciate the Knicks when they're good again. Um, Uh, I'm going to take the relationship thing, you know, a step further, you know, and I've really gone deep on the relationship metaphor in this show, um, but I'm going to go even deeper. Um, I feel like the approach that you're advocating for is, well, right now I'm, you know, in a really long-term relationship with the Knicks and, and, you know, it's not going well at all, right? Um, Now, what you're saying is not break up with the Knicks and, you know, marry another team, a team that you know is young and and fun and you know whatever 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 they are um you want me to kind of just not even be in a relationship you want me to just like you know, like get on NBA, Tinder or whatever. God, this really, this metaphor is really (laughs) falling apart. But you basically want me to just date around and not commit. uh, And then once my team gets better, I can go back to them. Um, But, you know, like, would you say that same, would you give, would you give that same advice to someone who's in a bad relationship? And you know what I mean?
1: Oh man, I I don't know. <laughs> you mean you want like in, a, in like romantic advice for someone?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm asking for a friend. No 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 I mean like um, no I, would I mean- say
1: this I would say this. I would say you're at a point you're like you are wanting to break up with the Knicks at a moment where there's so much good basketball out there and and it's and it's really easy to watch. And I would just say, you know, instead of just trying to throw your eggs into one basket, that could backfire on you the same way your Knicks fandom has. You know, go out there, watch basketball, watch a bunch of different teams, watch what you want, and then you know, take your time. Like, like, see, see where you, see how you feel in two years. Maybe two years after watching League Pass for a little while, you can genuinely fall in love with another team. Maybe it's like. The Minnesota Timberwolves, oh, and you start yeah. watching them a bunch on League Pass, and you know, two years from now, you're like, man, I think I'm, a, I think I'm a Timberwolves fan. Like right. that's that could that could happen, or maybe like Kristaps Porzingis just like goes crazy and getting Phil Jackson out of New York was the greatest thing ever, and and then two years from now, you're like, you're back. But instead, you know, instead of trying to trying to force it with with a team off the bat, maybe you can let it happen a little more organically, given given the the League Pass infrastructure that's out there.
0: So instead of a uh, arranged marriage, um, y- you know, just date around and then slowly fall in love the um, the the rom com way or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, how did how did you fall in love with the Knicks?
0: <laughs> uh, how did I fall in love with the Knicks? Well, I'm, I'm I'm from here. I've known the Knicks my entire my entire life. Um, yeah. and, you know, they seemed like a nice team and, um, you know, they embraced me and, uh, I embraced them and, um, yeah, but it's oh God, just growing up in New York is, is the answer. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Well, it just, yeah, it seems like if you've got that, that sort of, I guess I, yeah, you know, I, I do feel, you know, having grown up in Vermont, I felt a little bit like envious of people who are from, you know, I've got friends from like Philly and friends from Chicago who like feel kind of. Uh, that sort of undying loyalty to a team. And I do, I do, uh, I'm not discounting that that's like a, you know, if I had that, I'm sure I would certainly like root for a team with that, you know, kind of passion. Um, or, you know, I think there's something like super enjoyable about fandom. But I would just say that at this moment, we're at, we're at a time where like it's easier than ever and more pleasurable than ever to enjoy the NBA without being a diehard fan of any given team. Um, you know, the infrastructure is there the the entertainment values there the talent is there to like go out and watch the NBA and I yeah I mean I like watching I like watching the Sixers uh, I like watching the like I said the Nuggets I like watching the Timberwolves I like watching the Warriors I'll like I'll even dip in on a Knicks game every now and then my sister's a, a Knicks fan and uh, you know I got gotta check in on on their tribulations I, I
0: feel bad for your sister um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she. <laughs> So, okay, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, Emmett's going to give his final pitch to me. This is Andrew from Austin, Texas. The decision is sponsored by Alex's Twitter feed, at Alex Kappelman. The best way to support the show is to follow Alex on Twitter. That's at Alex Kappelman. Back to the show. All right, Emmett, final pitch time. Uh, convince me to be a league pass guy. Go.
1: All right, so... So this year, I feel like we, we, we talked a lot in the NBA this year in the NBA fandom, about about loyalty. You know, everyone gave Kevin Durant all this crap from going to the Warriors. And then there was sort of this pushback on that being like, you know, what what is why do we expect these guys to like be loyal to any given team? They're just living their lives. And then similarly, Isaiah Thomas got, you know, traded by uh, this team that he had been so invested in, the Celtics. Um, to to the Cleveland Cavaliers and it was sort of this counter balance this counter example where you're kind of like, why would the, you know, why would the players have have this loyalty to these teams um, when they can be traded at any given moment, and you know if we're going to extend the sort of no, there's no loyalty is dead in the NBA. Uh, idea to its to its conclusion maybe maybe there is a place for the non-loyal fan as well where we can we can just enjoy the basketball um you know enjoy enjoy who we want to watch and uh and not be not be you know totally committed to any one given team
0: emmett fitzgerald is a producer at 99 percent invisible uh emmett thank you for uh trying to convince me to be an nba bachelor
1: you're welcome it was a pleasure
0: the Decision is produced by me. Original music from Louis Stein, Alessio Romano, and Scott Kappelman, who is my little tiny baby brother. Tweet at me, at Alex Kappelman, and follow me, at Alex Kappelman, on Twitter.